0: So now you got to separate from your soul tie. So then what you do is, you, you, you slowly win yourself off, of your soul tie, so you start mm. taking stuff to get you through your separation from your soul tie. You got to take pills to get up in the morning, pills to go to sleep at night. Mm. Pills just to function throughout the day. <laughs> and then what happens is, even after the soul tie is gone and that season is over, now you're still dependent on that thing. Mm. So now you made another connection with a thing that you're now tied to, all because you made the wrong connection in the beginning. Manifested Glory Worship Center. Kingdom focused, kingdom-minded, kingdom living. This is Manifested Media. And you are now listening to Pastor Damon C. Johnson, founder and senior pastor of Manifested Glory Worship Center. So if you have your Bibles, I need you to turn with me to Genesis chapter 21. Genesis chapter 21, Um, we're going to start at verse 8. If you do not have your Bibles, we will definitely have the scripture on the monitors for you. Genesis chapter 21, starting at verse 8, we're going to go down to verse 12. Genesis 21, verse 8 to 12. When you get it, please say, I got it. If you're still turning, say, hold up. All right, Genesis is in our Bible, amen. (laughs) It's the first book of our Bible, amen. Genesis means the beginning. So we're going back to the beginning. Genesis chapter 21, verse 8 through 12. I'm going to read from the New King James Version. It says this. It says, So the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the same day Isaac was weaned. So, and Sarai saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian whom she bore to Abraham scoffing. And therefore she said to Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, namely Isaac. And the matter was very displeasing in Abraham's sight because of his son. But God said to Abraham, Do not let it be displeasing in your sight because of the lad or your bondmaid, whatever Sarah has said, listen to her voice, for in Isaac your seed shall be called. My my sermon title today is "You Gotta Go." Wow! You gotta go. Mm-hmm. So so today we're gonna we're gonna attack a a, a, a topic that has been pressing in my spirit, and it's it's about soul ties. Having things and people tied to your soul. Soul ties. Now, let me just give you a quick definition of what that is. A soul ties when you have a strong connection to people or persons. You know, persons or people, however you want to put it. Okay? And so there are good soul ties and there are ungodly soul ties. See, some good ones that you might have is between a husband and a wife, you should have a soul tie. You know, people say, This is my soulmate. I uh-huh. they, they mean, they're tied. Their souls are tied. You may have a soul tie between parents and their children. That's a good one. Between friends, you have really close friends that you've bonded with. That, that's a soul tie. That's good. Even amongst the body of Christ, we should have some type of soul tie. We should be connected to have a strong bond because we have common interests, and we should be connected to one another. But, but then, but then there, there are some bad ones too. And we're going to talk about the bad ones today. Don't get quiet in this Lutheran church. <laughs> don't get quiet on me. But I'm, I'm, I'm about to park in some people's spots today, but it's all right. Deacons lock the doors <laughs> so nobody don't leave. We know that whenever God wants to do something in your life or he wants to be a blessing in your life, a lot of times he sends people to be the blessing in your life. Put up there Luke uh, 6, um, verse 38. Verse 38. Look what it says here. Give and it shall be given unto you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom. When God wants to bless your life, a lot of times he'll send a person into your life to be a blessing to your life. He'll send a person, he'll say, you know what, the Lord laid this on my heart to be a blessing to you. Or when it's time for you to, to, to get that close-knit relationship, he'll send people your way. So that's why you never have to worry about where people exit your life, because God had people coming into your life. Right. We try to hold on to things that's leaving. God said, let them leave. I got something better coming for you. He will, he will cause men to give unto your bosom. Now, here's the thing. Satan is an imitator of God. So whatever God does, he does the same thing. So whenever Satan wants to bring chaos and mayhem in your life, he's going through it through people. Mm-hmm. He'll send people in your life to just wreak havoc in your life because he wants to be like God. God sends blessings through people. Satan sent, sends havoc through people. And here's the problem. We make soul ties to both of them. We make soul ties to people we should not be making soul ties with. And so let's examine our text. We, in, in our text, we have a man by the name of Abraham. Before his name was Abraham, his name was Abram. And he was living in a country with his dad and all his family. And, and, and God said to Abram, and he had a wife named Sarah, he said, take you and your, your wife and you, your, I want y'all to leave. And I want y'all to go to a land in which I will tell you. And so he said, all right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to the land which which God told me. Now, at this time, Abraham was 75 years old when God gave him this thing. And then God also told him, he said, I'm going to bless you, man, because by this time, him and his wife had not had any children. He said, I'm going to bless your life. I'm going to bless you with children. And your children will be so numerous, they're going to be like the stars in the sky and like the sand on the seashore. So he's like, word, all right, that's what's up. Let's do this at 75. (laughs) Amen. And so, uh, so Lord. So ten years passed. He's now 85. And 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 then his wife, oh, can I get y'all a sidebar? God don't need your help. See, a lot of times God will give you a promise, and when it don't happen, when you want it to have you think like you're gonna help God. God, let me help you out here. God is not lacking when it comes to his promises. He don't need your help in fulfilling his promises, okay? So Sarah came up with a plan. Ten years have passed. They've been in the land, and she's like, you know what? We ain't had no kids yet. Let, let's, let's read what happened. Let's, let's go to—put on the screen for me, um, chapter 16, verse 1 through 4. Look, look what happened here. Chapter 16, verse 1 through 4. Look what it says. Now Sarah, Abram's wife, had bought him no children. And she had an Egyptian maid servant whose name was Hagar. So Sarah said to Abram, see now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heed to the voice of Sarah. I knew he wasn't going to say no. <laughs> then Sarah, Abraham's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. And Abraham had dwelled in the land 10 years in the land of Canaan. And so he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw it, this is Sarah, when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Now, how are you going to get mad at the girl when you did it, when she did what she told you to do? Can I paint this picture for y'all? Imagine this 85-year-old man sitting on his rocking chair, (laughs) watching TV, chilling out, probably sitting on something cold. (laughs) His wife comes in there and says, Listen, honey, God has not given you any children yet, so you know Hagar, the dark-skinned girl in there, the African girl. (laughs) You know, Egyptians were, uh, were, you know, that's Africa, you know, dark-skinned people. Anyway. Now, this girl is in her childbearing years. Probably in her 20s or 30s. He is old eight brain. 85 years old. Wife said, baby, listen, I can't handle no children. Won't you go make a baby with her? He probably looked at her and said, Word? <laughs> you, you giving me permission? You, you sure, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe God's going to bless me through her. He's like, bless the Lord. I'm going to go do what my wife has asked me to do. Can you believe? Now, 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 now you got to, now, I know we're in church. We're going to keep this thing holy. But can you imagine Abraham? Like, yes. He went in there. Now, you got to see what the scripture said. That that he, she gave him permission, but she also brought the girl to him and gave this woman to her husband. Nope. So she was the initiator of, her, of his soul tie. Wow. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then once he made a connection, you get mad at him. Mm. Uh, let, me, let me paint the picture. Let me paint more. I got a vivid imagination. Can you imagine? Can, can, can you imagine? She's starting a show now. And, and 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 see, I don't know. I know this brother. He's 85 years old. His struggle was real. Yeah. You got your wife and your baby mom living in the same house. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, that's that's trouble enough. So 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 he he's in there. Can you imagine? She's starting to show. The baby started kicking. Oh, Abraham, come 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 feel a baby kick. It's Sarah sitting right there. I, I wish she would go over there and touch that stomach. <laughs> You 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 better not even go over there. Wait a minute, babe. You the one told me. See see. He, he, she set it all up, but now she's mad that they've made a connection, and now she's mad because she was able to produce something that she could not produce, and that's the child. So she ended up having a baby boy. His name was Ishmael. Now, Ishmael um, um, was not what God said because Sarah tried to help God and fulfill God's plan. But God said, I need your help because I was going to bless you with a child. But now, did you want this? You know what? And this is is how sovereign God is and how awesome God is. God says, listen, even though Ishmael was not my promise to you, I'm still going to bless him. Because he's still Abraham's seed. I'm going to bless his life. Now, let me just tell you this. He's going to create some problems for y'all. He'll create power for you. You realize who Ishmael was. Ishmael is the, the father of all the Muslim nations. Yep, yep. The Bible describes who he's going to be. The Bible says he's going to be like a wild donkey. He's not going to be tameable. The Bible says that he's going to be against his brothers. His brothers going to be against him. The Bible describes Ishmael and his descendants. <laughs> And so you gotta realize that that he they said that Ishmael is gonna be a problem for you, Abraham and Isaac, and to this very day, who's fighting? The Jews still fighting over the same land, Palestine and Israel. God told him that back in the day. He said, "I'm gonna bless him, and princes will come out of him, but he gonna create some problems for you." So, hey, let me let me get to the story. So, Ishmael, he's born. He's raised in, being raised in that house. And I guarantee you, Sarah, the Bible says that Sarah was treating Hagar like dirt after this. Just, just dogging her for no reason. Like, I, I, Hagar ain't asked for none of that. However, she was just being obedient. And she did what she had to do. Let's fast forward. Ishmael is now 13. He's 13 years old. And that means Abraham is what? 99. Because remember, she, he, got, he went with her when, she was, when he was 85. A year later, when he was 86, Ishmael was born. 13 years later, he's now 99. Ishmael's 13. Guess who pops up pregnant? Sarah. Here comes the promise. Uh, see, God's, we think he's late, but he's always on time. He just ain't moving when we want him to move, so then we think he's late. He said, I'm not restricted by time, nor am I bound by time. So, so understand that when I move, I'm moving because that's when I need to move. So she's 90 years old and he's 99 years old and here come Isaac. Isaac's born, Here's the promised child. Now you got another boy that's a teenager that you just raising and and, you know, you understand though um, that there's gonna be a connection between this man and this woman because they're connected. So sisters you gotta be be careful who you connect with. Because those sometimes those connections you think it's just a, a one night, but you've made a con- you made a soul tie. and now every time that number comes across your phone, something happens to you. I'm gonna keep it real. Uh huh. Every time you see his his, his name come across your newsfeed and Facebook. Mm. Because there was a soul tie. <laughs> Brother, it works on your end too. So you, you thought you were, just, you were just stopping through and, you know, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> but now you see her walking down the street with somebody else and you're ready to go upside his head. Because there, there was a connection made. There was a bond made. A soul tie. Uh-huh. So let's get to our text. Chapter 21. Look at verse 10. I'm going to put on, put on the screen the message version of this so you can get an understanding of what happened, what Ishmael did. Look, look, just look on the screen here. Look what it says here. It says, the baby grew and was weaned. Abraham threw a big party on the day Isaac was weaned. Go to the next verse. On the one day Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, had born to Abraham poking fun at her son Isaac. And she told Abraham, get rid of the slave woman and her son. No slave child is going to be shared the inheritance with my son Isaac. So imagine this. So now let me talk about this weaning thing because we know what weaning is. He was, he was you know, being, he was being breastfed. So he was being weaned off of that. And so during this time, kids was weaned off their mother's milk between the ages of two and four. That's a long time. <laughs> Hey, man, you mad some four-year-old? No. Ma, no. hook me up. I mean, you, brother, you can talk. You better, you, better go, you better go get some of that 2% out the, out the refrigerator. <laughs> he could probably go to the store and buy the milk. Hey, man, you four years old. So, but between the ages of two and four, they were wean. Okay, okay. so let's just, for sake of our own conversation, let's just say that Isaac was three. We halfway in the middle. So if he's three, that means Ishmael is 16 years old. Poking fun at his little brother. Ha ha, you just got off your mama's milk. Ha ha. <laughs> Look at you, still wearing pampers. Ha ha ha. Poking fun. Sarah saw that thing said, uh-uh. Not in my house. <laughs> you gotta understand, she gonna be real protective of her son. She's some years old. Right. She ain't gonna handle no more kids. Check so out protect the one I got. Right. And so she saw Ishmael out there messing with you. She said, uh-uh, baby, guess what? She gotta go and he gotta go. Y'all both gotta get up out of here cause ain't nobody gonna mess with my child. So now there's a problem. See Sarah was naive to believe that, that Abraham could spend time with the bond woman and not have a bond with the bond woman. Sounds like the way the new King James called her, a bond woman. Uh-huh, I think that's very significant. You, 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 you can not connect with people, see listen, it wasn't like Abraham just saw her one time and he ain't see it no more, she was living in his house. So he was around her all the time. They probably was having conversations. They was probably hooking up for lunch every once in a while, you know. They, they were spending time together and you can't do that and not create a bond with the bond woman. hmm y'all quiet in this Episcopalian church. Yeah, mm-hmm. See, Sarah, it was easy for her to put them out because she didn't have no bond with a bond woman. Mm-hmm. See, see, it's hard to let things go that you bonded with <laughs> until you got, see, you think it's easy until you got to let it go. So, so, so let, me, let, me bring out, let me bring out somebody that you have a soul tie with. Come on, Minister Brian. Yeah. Let me show you how this thing works. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Remember, I told you. All right, let's, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Amen. So, 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 let me let me show you how this thing works. Remember, I told you that whenever God wants to bless your life, He sends people. Well, guess what? Satan sends people in your life too. And he'll, he'll, he'll send, him, but see, this is how Satan does things. He's not sending people in your life just to send people. He's sending people in your life because he wants whatever's connected to them to be connected to you. So you create soul ties. You, you hook up with the wrong crowd. At one time, you was coming to church every Sunday. But now you got these new friends. And now I see you once a month, two, to two or three times a year because you made soul ties with the wrong crowd. Yep they've convinced you that this is foolishness. Coming to church is, is stupid. So you made a soul tie. And, and, and so, so, so you make these ties and then af- when you spend time with them, the more time spent and the closer you get. See, what was unacceptable to you at one point in time is now acceptable to you. Mm. Things that you would say, ain't nowhere in the world I ever do that. Now, it's okay. And now you have soul ties. So look, this, and understand what Satan has done. He wanted to bring this into your life, but he, he brought it through him. So, hey, man, nothing wrong with this. This is how we get down. Up, yeah. And, 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 you know, things you never did before, you're doing them now because you've made these soul ties with the wrong people, ungodly soul ties. Saying words you never would have said before. Please. Go places you would never gone before. Mm. Hanging out with people you would have never done before, and now it's hard for you to let loose because you've tied yourself mm. to them. Wow. And because you tied yourself to them, you, 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 you now just look just like him. Let him wear your coat. Oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> good, hey, just, let's just drape them over. you like, remember one good times, Lenny, I'm Lenny, I'm <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> I'm just going to put it over your shoulder. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, see, it fits him well, don't it? (laughs) Yeah, 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 see? See, now, all because of his soul tie. (laughs) (laughs) Got the pills. (laughs) Now, 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 here's the thing. You've made soul ties. This is now your God. Now. So, you, you got new gods. Now money's your God. And, and understand that Satan has brought these people in your life just so they can get close to you. And the purpose of them getting close to you so that everything that they deal with, you're going to now deal with. Yeah. See, at one time you ain't had no hot temper, but now you do. Because everybody you hang with got one. You, 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 used, you used to be the good one out of the crowd. Now you blend right in. You would never do that before. But now you can't stop doing it Mm. Mm. because you've made a soul tied with a person and everything that's connected to them is now connected to you. Two peas in a pod. See, here's the thing. Bears of a feather do flock together. You can't, see, listen, you can't tell me, oh, listen, I could tell you who you are by looking at your friends. You can't tell me they're doing all that stuff and you ain't doing it with them. You want, because you've made a soul tie. And so then, let's say, let's say, for example, he decides, because he, he, let's just say he raises Abraham. So, so, so now he has to separate from his soul tie, because remember, Sarah told Abraham, they both got to go. So now you got to separate from your soul tie. So then what you do is you, you, you slowly win yourself off, off your soul tie. But now you need something to get you through because now you're dealing with separation. Mm-hmm. So you start mm. taking stuff to get you through your separation wow. from your soul tie. Wow. You got take pills to get up in the morning, pills to go to sleep at night. Mm. Pills just to function throughout the day. Wow. <laughs> and then what happens is, even after the soul tie is gone and that season is over, now you're still dependent on that thing. Mm. Uh-huh. So now you made another connection with a thing that you're now tied to, all because you made the wrong connection in the beginning. Wow. Y'all quiet in this Lutheran church. Talk I know I'm parking in some of y'all spots. I'm supposed to. See, you got to watch these ungodly soul ties. People that's attaching to you and you find yourself coming out of character because you're around them. Mm. People in church have become chameleons. Uh-huh. See, when you come here, you put on your church face. Mm. But when you leave here, who are you? Mm. What you talk about? Mm. Mm-hmm. What you watching? What you're connected to. See, and, and, and so and so here here is Abraham's predicament. He has to, his wife is forcing him to separate from his soul tie. His wife told him, Look, they both gotta go. And so Abraham did what every man do when his wife corners him and he don't want to comply. He got mad. Mm-hmm. Brothers, y'all get mad. Wife tell you she go co- look yeah you know you shouldn't be hanging out with them honey you know don't, don't pick my friends with me who do you th- I'm grown I'm a man. hmm See see here's the thing. A lot of times it's it's hard to let go with things you've bonded with. Hey, hey, and, and sometimes people don't like to give them up, but then they think that they're in control, but they're really not. You ever heard people say this? Oh, I can quit anytime I want. I'm not addicted to that. Uh-huh. Yeah, until it's time to quit. Uh-huh. You realize, church, you could be bonded to things that's contrary to your destiny. Wow. You could be bonded to people and things that's going to hinder you from getting to where God wants you to be. You got to cut loose the, the, the ungodly soul ties. So Abraham is in this place. Abraham is tied, and now he's asked to disconnect from what he's tied to. And when Sarah brought up his soul tied, he got mad. hmm That's what happens when somebody brings up your ungodly soul tie. You get mad. You become defensive. We're just friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, y'all real quiet in here today. Lord, help me mm-hmm we 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 we, we, we just homeboys. we 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 just friends mm-hmm. oh just friends huh <laughs> mm-hmm they don't mean nothing to me I ain't I'm not what you mean I'm, I don't know I just can I just drink a I, I I'm not an alcoholic that mean you're in denial about your soul tie so he gets upset Abraham gets upset and he leaves uh huh, and, and he leaves. And, and, um, and, and so, so let, me, let, me, let me talk to y'all about these soul ties real quick. So brothers, let me start with the sisters, and I'm going to get to the brothers last, because the brothers I'm going to miss a little more time with. So sisters, this how, is this how you create those, those soul ties. You know, sometimes he, 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 he might be married, but he listens to you. He got a family at home, but he understands you. Because understand, every soul tie is not sexual. There's emotional soul ties. And you've made a, an, an emotional soul tie with somebody who already belonged to somebody else, like Hagar did, but he listens to me, he understands me. And so you create this soul tie, and when he tell you he can't talk to you no more, because his wife told him he can't. Now you want to play on his phone and get real crazy. Send his wife a message on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, come on. We're going to keep it real today. It's all because you created an ungodly soul tie. Brothers, let me park in your spot for a moment. Wife, stop complimenting you. She stopped telling you. See, men men are 99%, 99.9% ego and pride. That's what we're made up of. <laughs> and he, and hear, this, hear, hear me, hear me, and understand the reason why. Because the man was made in the image and the likeness of God. God desires praise. He requires worship. And so because, of, because a man is made of those things, he also wants to feel that, that sense of, of, of pride. Like, yes, I'm a, I have accomplished, I've done this. And so, sisters, that's the, that's the secret sauce. If you ever want to get a man to do any just just stroke his ego. Yep. That's Tell him it. how wonderful he is. He'll jump the hoop of fire for you then. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we're made up of. Ego and pride. Yep. So because of that, we, we, men need a sense of fulfillment in that area. So when you stop doing it, but old girl on the job compliment, compliments him. Oh, you smell nice today. Oh, thank you. So now he ain't wearing a cologne for you no more. He wearing it for old girl that's gonna tell him how, sm- how good he smells. So, when, so, so when, when he comes to work and she says, like, oh man, I, I like the way you put that together. You look nice today. He left the house, you ain't say two words to him. So now old girl's giving him what he needs so now he's made a soul tie with this chick on his job. It's not, it may not even be physical but it's an emotional soul tie. And so now, when it's time for him to break that thing, it's hard. When you bring it up, he becomes defensive because he's made a tie with this thing and with this person. And with the feeling that he gets from this person, he's bonded with it. And now it's hard to separate from it. So y'all weren't ready for this, Mr. Sunny. was y'all? Uh-huh. Yeah, ungodly soul ties. And so, so, so Abraham is, is, is tired. He leaves the house. He's mad. But let's see what God said to him. Let's look at verse 10 again of our text. Look, it says, Therefore, she said to Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be the heir. Okay, so go to the next verse. Verse, here we go. And the little Abraham got mad, and the matter was very displeasing to Abraham in the sight. Listen, this is what Abraham's saying because of his son. Go to the next verse. But God said to Abraham, Do not let this, this be displeasing in your sight because of the lad or your bondwoman. Whatever Sarah said, listen to her voice. So God told Abraham, Man, don't get mad at your wife, she's telling you the right thing. Y'all should have never made this connection in the very beginning. You should have never had, had allowed this to go down. You should have never allowed this to happen. And, and so uh, let me deal with this thing. But look what Abraham said. See, Abraham said, I'm mad because of my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look what God said. You're mad about the son and old girl. <laughs> See, you try to use the son as a camouflage, but you're really mad that you want, you want to be disconnected from old girl. That's what God said. The lad and old girl. See, his son, he probably had a soul tie with. That's his son. That's the only kid he got. He's an old man. He probably made a very strong connection. But he also had a connection with his mama. Mm-hmm. Whoo, I could park there for a while. Ooh. hoo mm. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I ain't, ain't going to go there because I'll be there too long. But see... A lot of brothers that they, they yeah, yeah, I, you know, that's, that's, that's my kids. I love my kids. But you still got a tie to their mother too. Mm-hmm. Yep. When she calls, you jump. <laughs> uh-huh. Y'all quiet in this church. Y'all alright? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all real quiet. She she calls and and, and and you and you jump. but you know that I gotta take, take care of my kids. And, and you, sh- brothers, you should take care of your kids, but make sure you ain't got no tie with her. So ungodly, so tie- y'all got to have to connect because you got a kid. Hagar ain't going nowhere because they got a kid together. However, you can't be tied to her in your soul to the point where you don't want to let her go. See, God pulled his card. No, God, it's about, this, it's about my kids. No, nah, man. The kids are part of it, but that's the only one part. Is old girl you don't want to let go. Because you got that tie with her as well. Wow. And so here's Abraham, the, the father of faith, in a situation. He's tied to something that he can't live with and he can't live without. Hmm. And so what he did was he added anger to his soul tie. You know, anger has another name, denial. Uh-huh. Wow. See, see, whenever you're in denial, you get mad. Oh, no, no, it ain't like that, it ain't like that. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. See, here, here's the problem for Abraham his wrong met up with his right. Mm-hmm. And for, for a second, and I'm not saying that any child's a mistake, that's not what I'm saying, I'm just using it as an illustration. But see, Ishmael represents his wrong, and Isaac represents his right. And it something else where your mistake and your, and your uh, miracle raised up together. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. See, so a lot of times your mistakes is, is side by side with your miracles And if, you don't, if you're not careful What happens is your mistakes will try to mock your miracle That's what, what Ishmael did He began to mock the miracle And Sarah said They gotta go And so, she put him out Well at least she told him To put him out <laughs> See, I love that about God. God did not remove Hagar or Ishmael. He told Isaac, I mean, he told Abraham to do it because Abraham made the bond. Right. See, that's like you coming here. I could tell you, yeah, yeah, you know, get rid of this, get rid of that. Me telling don't mean nothing. You the one got to untie from it. Right. Right. You, you the one made the bond. I didn't, bind, I didn't bind you to it. You bound yourself to it. So God's going to make ownership. Abraham, you go let them go. Can you imagine that conversation? He walked back in the house. Hey, God, we gotta talk. <laughs> now you know I care about you, right? <laughs> now, you you've been here 16 years. You've taken good care of my son. You know you 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 you've been you've been our ear. You know when Sarah got on my nerves, you listened to me. When she was tripping. You had my back. (laughs) You know, this is not easy for me. But my sermon title is, (laughs) you got to go. This is going to hurt me. Listen, I'm never going to forget you. I'm still going to look out for you. You 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 need some money, you need those things, I got you. But you can't live here no more. I got I to I still live with her. And she making me do this. Because if I had it my way, you'd be around all the time. Because, you know, I'm a man. Because I like to eat my cake and eat I like to have my cake and eat it, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Calm down, sis. I'm just preaching here. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, you know, a man, he, he, he want his cake and he want to eat it, too. So, so, you know, I, 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 I love you, and, and, and I, I, I don't want to do this, but I got to ask you to leave. Now, let me tell you what happened in that instance. At this point, it wasn't, about, it wasn't about Sarah. It had nothing to do with her. What it's really about, your soul ties between you making a decision between two people. See, Minister Brown represents us or you. And here's the, real, here's the real struggle. You're tied to two things, God and the world. Now, the question is, which one are you going to let go? You got to let go of one of them. You can't, you, you, you can't have them both. So you got to pick which one you're going to let go. And most of the time, people in the church let God go. Because the world's sucking them in. Look at our world. We let God go, and we connect to the world. This had nothing to do with Sarah, had nothing to do with Ishmael. It's about a decision Abraham had to make between am I going to be obedient to God or am I going to give in to my flesh? That's, that's, that's the real tug of war because to some degree, we've made a soul tie with God. We, we, we've connected to God and his people, and, you know, and sometimes we feel good about that. But sometimes the world drag pulls us in. And here's the thing, you only, I'm going to tell you which one you're going to let go, the one you spend time with the least. (laughs) And so most of the time, that's God. We spend less time with God than we do the world. Now how I know, I can just look at your calendar. How much time you spend in prayer? How much time you watch television versus how much time you spend time with God? How many times you study the word? You know? And so a lot of times we, 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 we wrestle Most of the time, we only wrestle on Sunday. It's a tug of war on Sunday. But Monday through Saturday, ain't no war. And because what he has is more appealing in our eyes than what God has. What he can offer you a lot of times is the instant gratification. See, with God, he deals with seed. And so you gotta plant the seed, and the seed grow. We don't even got no time for all that. I need mine right now. What's the commercial? Uh, J. E. Wentworth. What is it? I need cash now. I need. Uh, yeah, I need. I need it now. I can't wait for no new to me payments. I, I need my. I need my bread now. Okay. So 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 because of that, we gravitate to the world. And and we and we embody and embrace these soul ties. See, this this struggle for Abraham, yeah, he he struggled with letting go Isaac. I mean, letting go Ishmael, letting go Hagar. But when you really look at it, it was a battle between God and the world. And this is our battle. What are you tied to? Who are you tied to? And here's the question. Can you go up to them and say, you got to go? Because You being in my life and what you have brought with you into my life is hindering me from getting closer to God. So as much as it's going to hurt me to let you go, you got to go. See, you got to let it go. Here's the secret. He ain't got nothing that God don't have. As a matter of fact, God has everything. So when you have him, you have everything. What's money to God? What's friends to God? What's peace to the one who is peace? What's joy to the one who created joy? And we think we're going to get all that stuff from him. He ain't going to give you none of that. The enemy comes to do three things, kill, steal, and destroy. And he will eat away at your soul till it's no more you left. And he'll just eat eating away and keep drawing you in until he kills you finally. And then we're having a funeral prematurely because you have made an ungodly soul tie that dragged you into this. Wow. Let it go and get closer to God. See, see this is why praise is called a sacrifice. Yes. Sacrifice praise is not just about you um, uh, giving, giving up hands when you don't feel like it. The sacrifice of praise is when you're obedient to God's word and, and you align it and it's going to cost you something. See, letting that go is going to cost you something. Or are you willing to let it go to get what you need to get from God or to draw closer to him? See, a lot of times we, 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 we don't want to do this because it also means accountability. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we, we don't like accountability. That's a bad word in church. Because the minute somebody pull your coattail about what you're doing, oh, now they're judging me. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or now, no, now I want to pass in my business, so, you know, I ain't going to say nothing to them about it. And, and, and we don't create this relationship, this, this, this bond with God and his people because you know, I don't want nobody in my business. They don't, you know, church folk, they're hypocritical anyway. So, so we do this and we unravel. We unravel ourselves from God and the things from God. And then who's going to be there to embrace me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> who had a penny. <laughs> See, and, 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 and so we, we end up like this. And then we say, God, because he, here's the thing with Abraham. It, if he didn't have a bond with her, then it wouldn't have been nothing for him to let her go. Right. See, so he obviously had a bond with her because it was hard for him to let it go. And the same thing, see, see, let's not be in denial about what we really bonded to and who right. we bonded with. Right. Let's, not, let's stop being in denial about that. That's not, oh, no, it ain't that deep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because if it, was, if it was that easy, you'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm out. You can't, mm-mm, I'm over here. But that's not what we do because we were really connected to it. But God's going to do the same thing, the same thing he did for Abraham. He's going to do for you. He's going to say, all right, listen to the pastor. He's right. Now go let it go. You got to go in there and have that hard conversation say, listen, I love you. I was tied to you for a long time, but you got to go because I want this relationship more than I want that one. And so, church, I'm done. But I, I want you to create, and, he, and, and to finish up the story, he ended not letting them go. They had to leave, and they out there in the wilderness, they were struggling, and, and God still met their need because he said that he would with Ishmael and Hagar. But Abraham had to make that decision. Am I going to choose God's way or my way? And he had to go in that house and tell that woman he was bonded to for 16 years, you gotta go. Come on, stand on your feet.